0: Are we
1: flying? All right, let's slap some numbers on this son of a
0: dog. Uh, episode 208. Oh, eight. Where are we? 208. Oh, Where this, are we? Where is this place?
1: I don't know. It looks like a fucking, looks like a woodworker's nightmare. Can't Wow. Yeah. A lot of wood. <laughs> Stand down, she said. <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Back in town. Boys are back in town. That's right. Uh, we got a rehearsal today. This yeah. is the reason for our, our, our Sunday attire. We're, we're in our Sunday best like some left a messiah, the well, the kids are Cuba band. best on a Tuesday. Chad Chad like myself showing a little leg. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And Turbo's just got back from Colorado? Denver,
2: yeah. Yeah. Colorado. How was it? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It was a one degree.
1: One degree on Wow, did you guys share it? Oh Uh, it was for everybody. One degree for everybody. Okay. Stolen. Yeah. I'm "I'm not (laughs) sharing that. Fucking cold in Houston. I know. Wow. I mean this is this has been this has been for a while. But I realized today when I was uh, doing my uh, black ma- uh, my um, uh, meditation, uh, no, I was doing my right. Check it up. Just checking um, the angles. Yeah. Make sure. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's was, it was just how spoiled we are in Texas. You know, you get rain for a couple of days, and it's like, where the fuck is the sun? What does it look like? What, you know, what, what, what is it? then the summer times come. You're like, oh, I miss those days. That's like, how it was on this trip. I was like. It's Texas. is nice.
2: Every time I yeah. go somewhere, I'm like one degree. Uh-huh. Oh man! Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was nice, but it was cold. Yeah,
1: frozen. Yeah, like uh, like our friends up in Omaha. You know that they're, they're they're just that that wind and that just that temperature drop, snow. Fuck that. I'll, I'll, I'll take a few days of rain. Yeah, yeah. So uh are good. Glad you had a good time. And yeah. Chad, you've been working like crazy nonstop. stop every time i call him, he's like, i'll call you back and he goes back to bed
0: <laughs> i spent a lot of time with my uh, with mom yesterday she uh as i think i mentioned on the show she had a knee replacement uh not too long ago she, i think she's in her third week since the surgery now she's doing really great but it is rough you know good job time. judy we're proud of you her surgeon warned me as well it's like this, the surgery is easy part you know your knee replacements—it's it's a journey. You know, you got yeah. the first few months are, are really tough, just getting your body getting used to having this, yeah. this thing in there. So, mm. but is she's you, doing good. Is that why you cut your knee? You did solid. <laughs> this is a badge of honor because this—I never used to get whole in mean, my jeans for for most of my thirties and forties. The first hole that would form would be in the crotch. <laughs> my legs would be rubbing together. Now that I've lost weight. Can can we, can we, can we, can Can we fucking censor that please? (laughs) Yeah, that's not really why. Now I'm awake and aroused. What the fuck is this shit? This, this used to happen all the time when I was younger because I, you know, that'd just be the first place that hole would form if the jeans lasted long enough. This is the first time I've had a hole in my knee in probably 20 years. So see regression. (laughs) That's right.
1: I love it. That's right.
0: I love it. It's a regression diet.
1: Yeah. So glad, glad Judy's doing well. We are, yeah. we're big fans of Judy. And she had the knee replacement because of her uh, black belt and ass kicking. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was.
0: So, yeah, you know, hazard. You, you
1: know, yeah, she didn't, she didn't do all the stretches she was supposed to. She just went out and kicked ass and then came back and. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> should, we, should we do it again or our brains fried? Um,
0: let's do it again and find out if our brains are fried.
1: Don't be a baby. <laughs> Ooh! Shots fired.
0: Fried baby brains? Fried fried oh,
1: oh, yes, please. Fried baby brains? Yes, please. So back to SlapperCast 208 on a beautiful Tuesday morning here in sunny Houston. Um, we are... Cozy Houston. Houston. Cozy Houston, yeah. yeah. That's the way it Yeah. And uh, uh, so when we saw you last, we were in... Uh, no, it was Arizona before. Was it Arizona yeah. last? Was last
0: that? episode, we were in... Uh, Angleton, Angleton, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Angleton. Yeah, Dirty South. Yes, Dirty South with Mr. Mendoza. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he'll be joining us this weekend. Well, last weekend. Yeah, last Saturday, y'all. Don't worry about it, y'all.
1: Yeah. Really Happen. Chad's just Chad's just just waking and making edit. Yeah. Although he <laughs>
0: hopefully he will be with us in uh, on Mardi Gras. Yes,
1: just he's agreed. a couple weeks. Yeah, he's agreed to that. So, uh, Drunken Monkeys down in Galveston for oh, Fat cool. Tuesday. Yeah, we're gonna bring bring the mighty Mendoza to the beach. And
2: uh That'll be my first time there.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they, they have some uh go go check out our, our website. We've got a they got a great uh poster slash t-shirt design that they're doing. Yeah. Uh Sam, the owner, called me up and said, Hey, can we use this? He put our logo on it. So it's a very cool black shirt with uh Mardi Gras drunken monkeys. Uh Heck yeah. But yeah, so it's really cool. Um where can we see that? We have to, just there? It's, it's, it's on the website, I think. Oh. Chad has yeah, it on Yeah, he a picture of it. We're, yeah.
0: We're done. I'll share it you. Cool.
1: Yeah. And that's very exciting. And so I'm off to Ireland. Uh, the reason why we're getting this one done today is because I'm going to Ireland for a uh, few days. And uh, for my friend uh, Barry Dunphy's memorial. And uh, we'd also like to say at this moment to uh, we'd drink a toast maybe to our friend Andy Green, who we lost last week. Um, Andy we love you and we miss you and Ashford pub will never be the same however it's still a must see if you're if you're drinking you gotta go to the Ashford great people great staff and Andy to you cheers. cheers cheers Andy was just one of these people if you've ever been to the Ashford which I hope you have uh, Andy's one of these people steeped in knowledge humor wit uh, uh spunk uh just just a, 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 any kind of pithy comment and so, just fast as a whip, you know. Uh, Ex serviceman too, you know. Just fucking brilliant, brilliant person. And uh, yeah, he had a heart attack and died uh, a la- uh, week before last. So anyway, so we're we're you know our Japan uh, and Sam and Sue and uh, Leah and all the crew at Ashford Pub. We know that you we know what you are going through, and we uh, you know hopefully can come over
0: and maybe even play a couple of songs for them. Uh, that'll be last weekend again. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And I, I know you didn't know him, but you probably did meet him quite likely because he was at. He was time we played at the Ashford. I'm married.
1: almost positive I
0: did. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. He,
1: he 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 again put the put the, put the door open for us. Made sure that there was a path cleared to get in and get out. You know, just just up. And I mean, he, he, again, one of these people that just doesn't. <clears throat> excuse me. One of these people that didn't uh, didn't you know never met like our friend Jeff Quinn. Never met never met a stranger. Yeah, everybody you know, and if if. And he, he was a little bit salty too um our friend brian depew uh, pandy as as he's, as he insists on being called can never see this but uh Pandy wrote a beautiful uh little memory or you know just just a, just a what it what it means to know andy green uh very very funny and very yeah. you know very very pointed. so it was, you know
2: well, well I mean if he's friends of your guys he's a friend of yeah guys, I, I know man. that
1: that's why i you know. It just, uh, that's why I have no problem asking if if, if uh, after the Roy Miggins cook-off, which we'll have more to talk about, uh, you know, if we wouldn't mind going over and turn up first. Yeah, me, I'm in. Get out of the van. We're not going yet. I'll wait. So,
2: <laughs> Pause.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So what wow. else? What else been happening? The studio got new windows. Yes unfortunately we yeah, for the house but yeah. in the studio oh. so. no we don't need any <laughs> more distractions in that place uh, yeah I'm going to paint the walls black and throw blankets over everybody when I first opened
2: <laughs> the door I'm like, we're putting in windows yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah. this is it <laughs> uh, yeah I was excited I'm like I'm going to get to work over these couple weeks
1: <laughs> yeah unfortunately the, the windows are for the house and the studio is going to have uh, it's going to it's, it's going to have to have some kind of some kind of worked on it. Mountain. Yeah. Mount Crop bore in there right now. So uh, what, else, what else happened? Well... well
0: I, will,
2: I will say one thing about Denver. I went to the Red Rock Amphitheater. I've never been there before. Oh, okay. dude. That was... I was like, let's go walk to the top. You know, that's not that far. That was way harder than I thought. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> way harder than I thought. As I was walking down the mall, man, I was like, I could feel my legs, even Stacey. I mean, she was like, but, uh But that was a cool place. I'm like, I want to see a show there. That would be. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, good. I want to play a show. Let's play there. there. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is. How do we get there? Like, that would be. Is the entire seating area carved out of the rock? Yeah. They it's do have like the benches right. in it, but it's all the rock. And they were, like, adding to the top. So they were adding brick and stuff and stone up the top. I don't know what they are doing. It almost looked like they are building, like, another layer up top. But it was all – I mean, everything. It's – oh man. I'll have to show you these pictures. It was yeah. – I took some video, too. It was awesome. And then there was this one yeah, guy. Post them. Post yeah, them the that, one, yeah. One guy was uh, working out. Like, he was running and then doing these, like, inverted push-ups. And I wanted to videotape him. I was like, this guy was superhuman. So, I've never seen him like it. He was just – Did you find it hard in your lungs? I think a little bit. I don't know. Not as much as they kind of thought. Yeah, it's more of my legs where I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But uh, it wasn't too bad. It was just so cold. So I think some of it was like hard to breathe as it was just yeah, it's like by one degree. It was so cold.
1: But gosh, yeah, it was super cool. Yeah, like, add some of those photographs if you wouldn't mind. I would um, that, that was yeah. it was fun. Yeah. And it, you, you you know if Stacy uh, the 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 lovely Mrs Newton if she if she was having trouble. Then anybody would have trouble because I, I think that's about the the, the most fiercest woman I've ever <laughs> met.
2: She was going, ah, and I go, oh, I'm toast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm toast. <laughs>
1: yeah. But no, we
2: had a good time and uh, um, did some good restaurants out there. And, yeah. Man, it's a cool town, cool place. I mean, not a town, city, but yeah, know, I did the touristy stuff, but man, it was super fun.
1: Yeah, we played Denver one time and. Uh, didn't found it underwhelming. It was a, it was again a Tuesday. It was a crappy night, and uh,
0: it was a decent club, Herman's Hideaway. And it was uh, yeah, they you recorded know. our show too. Yeah, did video and audio. It was actually looked and sounded really good. Yeah, oh, I remember cool. the stage being good, but yeah. So I'll well, yeah, get back tonight. Yeah, and I'd love to go there.
1: Yeah, well, again, it's it, everything is within ear shot, eye shot, van shot. Mm-hmm. You know, w- when you're when you're when you're ready to, you know, cause I mean, my, like I've said before on many times on this show, you know, 12, 15 hours is very easy and very, uh, it's just very easy to, to get there and back. I, I, I can drive a lot. We can drive a long time. We, we proved it in the Arizona trip and, uh, just the, the, the nail it down at the right time and you can go. So yeah. So all those, like I said in a few podcasts ago, uh, um, the, the fuck man, easy cut, stop, slow, slow down. Is that an extra? Shot? Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm bare, wasted on, uh, on the caffeine right now. But, um, yeah, you know, I said beware America because we can do just about anywhere. And uh, we have, we got some calls from Philly. We're looking at Philly in June. We've got some calls. We've got some new T-Bone Toms dates added. We've got, um, we've got a great festival coming up in April and more on that later. Um, uh, it, it just, it, it's out 290. So our friends in McDade and Austin, it's kind of close to you and, uh, it's co- close to our college station and, you know, North Houston friends. So it's going to, but it's going to be, that's going to be a really good one. Is that that show we talked about? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I have to commend you on that too. Uh, Turbo had, had a family vacation planned and the date had uh, gone onto my personal calendar, not the band calendar, so I called Turbo and I go, hey just want you to know, I, I promise these, you know, I promise this thing we're, we're, we're going to keep our word, you know, when we promise to do a show Uh and I just want to say that, you know we're going to have to get somebody else, because I know you're, he goes give me one second, he gets yeah. a phone call calls yeah. back, goes, I'm doing it shut <laughs> up <laughs> So I commend you for that. I just yeah uh, yeah. So so a lot of really fun things coming up. We've we've nailed down Lake Worth thanks to our friends uh, uh, Sean Hanley and uh, Keith Mischad in uh, in Lake Worth. So we're gonna be playing the Irish Brigade on the Thursday before we do Friday Saturday at Celtic Conch in Key West, Mm -hmm. and that's gonna be a six to ten show now versus uh, I think they had us from nine to one. So six to ten because it's a rooftop gig,
2: oh, cool. and you
1: get to watch the sunset. And being on the keys too, you have that three hundred and sixty. It's gonna be very very wonderful. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm excited. excited. I'm, yeah. I'm excited too. We want to thank Laurie uh, and Chad as well for doing the the all the the legwork on the hotels because uh, hotels typically run about one hundred and fifty a night, you know, for a double room. Key West, March. 2023, 500, 700 a rune is not, I mean, that's just bananas. Yeah. But that's just it's middle of the road. It's, it's that's not, that's not sleeping on a fucking paper bag in the middle of the road. You know, it's, it's, you know, so that's standard. So, uh, Lori, uh, merch maiden, shh, you know, knocked yeah. down the park, you know, again. So with, with all the legwork done on that. So, and then Sunday up to Ponta Gorda. Uh, to the Celtic Ray, which another rooftop, uh, we, we won't be playing on the rooftop, but they have a great rooftop uh, seating area, and it's just—I mean, just you know, Florida for as, as as crap as the food is, it's a decent, you know, it's a really really nice place to to go play. And are we leaving today? Let's go. I'll fucking go now <laughs> Let's
2: go. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I'll go right now. <laughs> dude yeah.
1: That's the thing
2: about the calendar. So I'm I'm looking out at the calendar. Like, oh, this is awesome! But I'm like, oh, I have to wait that long. Yeah. <laughs> like a child, I'm like. Oh.
1: I can't yeah. wait that long give me the candy now yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I love it <laughs> it's, you know, so that's, it's another, cool. that's another good one make me crazy throw my fuck away whiskey 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 Nancy oh whiskey whiskey Nancy whiskey 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 Nancy oh Uh, I have a question for today. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, you you guys might want to suck down some more coffee and get get ready for this one. I want to know what is the worst or best or both earworm song ever? Mm. song that you hear, Macarena, 500 Miles. Uh, That just stays in. uh, What was the one you just said? That I said? Oh, I Want Candy. Yeah. By, is that by my Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I hate that fucking song. Mm. You love it? I hate it? No, you don't. You love? It. I hate
2: it. But I at night when it. you're alone, you love it. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> Dang I tried. No. <laughs> no, that was a good try, but no. I, actually, I hate it more. <laughs> no, um, you better take down the poster then. Yeah, I saw it in there. Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> marker. And, uh, um, oh, come on, Eileen ooh Or sorry, come on, Eileen If you're if you're from, I don't know. yeah. Um. Um. Top uh, t- thumping, Chumba Chumbawamba.
0: Oh God! Mm-hmm.
1: I get knocked down, but I get up again. Little can't touch this, MC Hammer. That's another good. I would say, and I would put that in the good one. Yeah, it's good I one. think that's a. I, I liked it. Yeah. But Rick James again. We, we, we have it.
0: him to thank for it. Mm-hmm. Roots in the heart, by Delight. That's a shit song, but again, that's a. I love that song. Do you really? And it's, it's, can you because, cut us a little bit of there? Because, yeah, well, it's got that great, great bass line. That, that think, does have a good baseline. So I think, um, um, what's his name? Uh, from, from Parliament. Um, damn it. The bass player in Parliament. B- yeah, Mr. Parliament. <laughs> I can't believe I'm spacing on. I'm really bad about this. Like, my brain is going, but it's got, yes, yes, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> And you eat, and the, the bass player whose name I can't remember, uh, Kind of scats throughout the entire song. They just put them yeah. on the mic and he's just just improvising all the silly, silly comments and stuff. And I, I, that's really the their only song. I remember my friends, a friend of mine, introducing me to them when it first came out. This is early '90s, like back in the hip, the, the early hip hop days yeah. when you know, we had stuff like uh, De La Soul. Oh and yeah, Tribe Called Quest coming out, and they were my friends were playing all this for me, and then they they showed you know Delight's kind of cool too, and I remember really, really digging that one song, but I didn't never really listen to any of the other stuff. So but that, that, song was, what was definitely De La soul's main song. De La Soul. Yeah. Uh, the main one I remember is, uh, three is a magic number, but the, their big, their big album was, was the one that had three is a magic number on it. And that, that, that is like, like the Sgt. pepper of hip hop. Yeah. It's an incredible record from what I remember. So jump around. House yeah. Of
1: House of pain. That one stuck. Um, uh just can't get enough. Uh, Eyes, size baby. I who's that? Yeah, like, yeah. uh, who, who did uh who, who did just can't get enough? Is it Depeche Mode? No.
0: Um. Well, maybe I, well oh, that Depeche one. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, de- don't be sorry. I was thinking. What's I was, was thinking mission? of. Uh, no. I was, I, I, when you said just can I was thinking of don't stop. Till you get enough, which is. That's another one. That's another good earworm. That's a good one. Shake your body down, shake your body down to the ground. That's a good one by the Jacksons. I like that fucking song. That's that's one you can hear. I never really thought about it at the time, but you can. There's definitely a drum machine. Yeah, you could hear it just repeating, but it just works. Yeah, it's just basically the same. I think that the piano riff might even be looped. Yeah, I mean, I've never listened to it. That it never, it never much, But that was a big
1: roller disco song. Yeah, I'm getting very nostalgic now about the those that era because I'm going back to Ireland, and this is uh, obviously we're going to Ireland in October. Get your fucking tickets! <laughs> um, but this is the first time I've been going back without you know 50 plus people in tow. So, uh, and I'm going to be going to to um, uh, my good friend Barry Dunphy's uh, memorial service uh, it's a, not a, it's just a get together. Our, all our friends are, uh, it's one of those things, good friend dies and you kind of realize, Oh yeah, we're at that age where a lot of people are dying and you know, a lot of people are, and this was out of the blue. This was a, this was a healthy, just a wonderful young, young fellow, my age, um, two kids, wife, uh, and just out of the blue gone. So, uh, but I'm getting very nostalgic about, you know, cause I'm, I'm getting to uh, this time I'll have some time to, you know, stay with my mother and uh, visit family and friends and, you know, just see. So, so, so those, those songs bring back that roller disco time when I, in my, my very early teens Uh and, and those, uh, that, those songs with that great up tempo, you know, that 170 beats per minute, 150, you know, that, you know, yeah. that, that earworm stuff that I'm talking about, that stuff was, wasn't necessarily my cup of tea for just sitting and enjoying music or headbanging into But it worked so well at the, you know, those DJs earned their money, Yeah. you know, by putting that playlist together. And then you'd have the slow
0: songs where you get to go out and hold hands and skate, and, you know. But it makes me think of Bootsy Collins, by the way, is the name of the bass. Bootsy Collins, fucking hell. Yes. Yeah. One, one of the many saints of the uh, 70s yeah funk. but uh what you're just saying makes me think of how we people like us in our, our our age group came who who you're a little bit young for this who grew up with disco just a little 20, just a little 20, bit you, and, uh who spent part of our childhood in the 70s like going with being surrounded by older cynical more cynical teenagers and 20 somethings who were shitting on disco you know like well i guess disco must be shit and then much later, like I remember, my, my early twenties. M- almost everybody I knew in my age group was looking back, going, "This disco stuff's really good." <laughs> you know, I mean, the production alone is, is enough to go. Well, they shit.
1: had to have that high production, and they yeah. had to have that because of the systems you're going. You know, club fifty four, and you know, for sure, you know, New York you have all these. You can't put in this low low frequency something. It had to be that high, that decadent sound. Uh, but the other songs that came to mind too when you were saying that too is that, you know, BG's, yeah, staying alive and ABBA's dancing queen. And,
2: uh, that's what I think of when you he, say disco. Yeah.
1: yeah right. But again, that stuff. Now, there are people, there are holdouts like, yeah, exactly. Keith York, uh, our, 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 our dear friend who had his drums stolen recently. That's right. And I hope the motherfucker that gets him just, just mm. fucking dies slowly. Um, Keith is a Houston. He's beyond a Houston legend, but he is a he's a he he is a god in Houston, and uh, he still detests disco. And I understand I understand why, because he's one of these prog guys. But he's a prog guy that he not only grew up listening to that stuff, but he like I have I have nothing but evil and you know just blackness in my heart. You know, it's just. You know, so there's no way for me to enjoy fully, you know, the beauty of Barry Gibb or ammo or something. As although I love it, but he doesn't have any time for that because his like if you were if you were an '80s metal band, you got decimated by the grunge movement. Yeah, same thing for the prog guys and the rock guys, the the heavy rock guys in the disco era. They all got mowed over and left in the dust, and then. You know, you fast forward a couple of years and disco is gone. And they have the burnings and, you know, the album burnings and all that shit. That goes away. Then they all want the rock guys back. But much to their chagrin, they want them back at less money to play at the at the venues than they were getting beforehand. And they were getting shit beforehand. So all these guys have got chips on their shoulders, massive chips on their shoulders. And they're holding grudges and they're, they dislike anybody that's promoting that kind of stuff, because it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's again, who wasn't said, uh, Dave Chappelle said, uh, he learned very, very early on. He said, don't mess with another man's paycheck. When you do, when you mess with their livelihood, they'll come after you, you know, it, it won't be pretty. Mm-hmm. So that kind
0: of, yeah. 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 Earworms. Mm. So who did just can't get enough? Was that the Bone I think that was soft. No, that's not soft. So, so soft. that's, a, that's a, a change of love. Oh, that's another earworm. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think it was Depeche Mode. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't craft work. What do you call Depeche Mode? Depeche Mode again? Depressed, D- toad. Depressed, Depressed Toad. Depressed Toad. Depressed <laughs> Toad. That's good. <laughs>
1: and then I call it when, when when Chad does his impersonation. that's called squeezing Squeeze the toes.
0: Squeezing
1: See? Under Pressure. Oh yeah, I mean that's no, that's that's been (laughs) on ice. Watch your mouth. You just fucking you owe him twenty five cents. Oh shit,
0: yeah, twenty eight inflation. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Fucking tough crowd. I think I think another
0: reason why one of many reasons, one of the main reasons I think we had people of that who were a little bit older than us, because yeah, Patrick and I were only you know six seven years old when disco was was first made it big, right. 76, 77, 75, maybe earliest. I don't know. But we, you had groups like the Bee Gees who had started off doing just pop, you know, like Beatlesque sort of yeah. slightly progressive mm-hmm. pop that they were doing in the late 60s. And they became, they kind of, because disco was perceived as this bandwagon that everybody was jumping on, like, ooh, let's, let's capitalize on this latest trend. So I think there was a lot of cynicism at the time about it because people appeared to be selling out. Mm bands like that completely changing their sound to, and but the thing is that you, it's hard to think of a better disco song than Staying Alive or uh, Should Be Dancing
1: oh all, all that stuff I mean K- of the Sunshine they nailed
0: that whole genre
1: Casey yeah. they- of the Sunshine or or yeah. or uh uh, I mean, even the Rod Stewart stuff from that time. Yeah. or, or That's another example of yeah. somebody
0: just jumping on that. Yeah. Vehicle. I mean, I mean you, listen to, his, yeah, you yeah. listen
1: to his early stuff and small faces and that kind of stuff. That guy's singing his balls up. And then you go into the disco, kind of their transition. The only, the only, the only, uh, it can't be the only time, but I detest Kiss. Hate them. And they did the, the disco album, which I just love to shove in the face of anybody that still likes Kiss. You know, so, you know, okay, I understand what they did, but. No excuse for that. No excuse for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm purposely not letting that side of my head go to that song because there is that song that they did that that kiss on that, that it was just appalling, and I just don't understand why Dan Bag Daryl was shot and not kiss. You know, I just you know, oh <laughs> fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm angry. The driver Let's, wrote
0: that. Song move on. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Carmine, Carmine yeah. a piece, uh, co-wrote Do uh, You Think I'm Sexy, did Yeah. Of all the people you think. <laughs> like, but those... The, right? uh, Carmine... Those people wrote the really great disco I songs. know.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, but they had that groove. They had that... I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again, and... Uh, He's pointing at me. Yeah, I'm pointing at you. I'm in trouble. But mm-hmm. a good band starts with a good drummer. A okay. great band starts with a good drummer. A fantastic here, here. band starts with a good drummer. You just can't... You cannot... You can't, you just can't exist without, it really is. It's like going to battle with, it's like going to battle, you know, with a shield or or no, just, or just, just dimwits, you know, it's just, or, or, or there's just no way around being, being nasty. And so I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to try to be nice, but it really is. It's like, it's like purposely handicapping yourself, like tying one arm behind your back and, you know. Of the fight. He's just, there's no, there's no, ugh, that was so tame. I, yeah. feel, I feel like I just, it could have been better. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's the, speaking of that, end of the world comes. This is a good one. Oh, God. This is a good one. End of the world comes. Look at his eyes. Yeah. I'm fucking serious. Yeah. Yeah. He's serious right now. End of the world comes. Give me one famous person that you want to take with you. Okay. You know it's the end of the world. You got to pair up with somebody. Give me a famous person you want to you, you want to go to battle? I am ride or
2: dying with. Yeah,
1: and don't say the lovely Stacy because no, I want you she'll kick all right. She'll yeah, she'll, no. she'll she'll take yeah. That's what so I was gonna say. say, but then you yeah. Do not say that. Do not say that. Yeah. And you don't say it either. And I won't say it. All right. All right. We, she's, uh, the has to be somebody
2: you're not related to. Yes. There we go.
1: Yeah. Famous so, person. Famous person. Who? What famous person would you take right now? you your dead. Right. Well, the dead ones are kind of they fucked They're up. Over, no, I'm just kidding. No, it, yeah, it, it, the dead ones in their prime. Who would you take? David Bowie. And fucking heartbeat. Yeah, you're not Why? surviving. Do you, you want to sleep away. with him? You want to fuck him? <laughs> is it like Walking like, Dead? No, I'm talking. Yeah. About, is it Walking
2: Dead? Like we got to fight zombies? Like
1: we, or are wow. we just somebody I got to talk to and hang out with? End of the world. You got to survive. You got to survive. Yes. So I'm just wondering. David what yeah, is he? I mean, is he? A, is he an outdoor? No, but just because he's
0: no, I wasn't even thinking about that shit at all. Okay, sorry, I should have said that. Okay, scrap David Bowie. Sorry, David. Yeah, why? Why are we take pick musicians? No, no, I didn't say musicians. I said famous person. Oh, famous. Okay, I'm just thinking famous person. They're all musicians. <sighs> Uh famous person okay what <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that's what uh, so we're literally okay, so, literal so start here. so
1: end of the world you need to survive we've got to pick somebody that everybody knows So I'm not sorry I'm not, again I'm way I'm light years ahead of I everyone I'm thinking about going into the
0: afterlife with somebody I'd, I wanted to actually talk no, to no no
1: no no, no. Sorry, who are you sorry, sorry well when you said when you said you know ride or die I was saying who would you, you know, who would be the that person?
2: That yeah, you, who's swinging the hammer, coming in all? You know, I'm thinking who's.
1: Well, uh, the, the the person that I'm thinking of is a musician, and mm. uh, what, what just, I, one of my heroes is David Lee Roth. Uh, I, I uh, his book Crazy from the Heat. His videos that are, he does these podcasts. I don't even know if there's any set time for them to come out, but he'll come and there's no beginning and end to it. He just comes in and he does and every word in there. He may embellish a little bit. He may add a little bit here and there, but he has done everything. Rock climbing, uh, just got lost in the jungle, literally into the, into the Himalayas, into the depths of Africa. I mean, just if he wants to, if he wants, you know, and his survival uh, tips, are beyond reproach. I mean, you just cannot put into words how he does, but his stuff again, is kind of like I'm feeling now. He is yeah. like, I'm feeling now all the time. David Roll is hundred miles an hour at the fucking max all the time. It, it but, and, and again, even if it's not 100% factual, even if he, he, he decides to add a little bit for the, for the tail, for the, color and the size and the, the enormity of that tale that he's telling. I still want that guy. Because yeah. there's no I can't in his vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, he you knows CPR. And he, and he was a <laughs> medic. He was a medic. So again, that was, that was my yeah. that was my you know, you said right I was like, oh, Okay, end of the world. So you got to fight your way. You want to
0: survive. You don't want to just fucking give in. You want to go who's, who, who you got. That is one of the oddest tales in Iraq history is that that period where he Actually learned CPR and worked on Ian.
1: Not really. Only because his. Who else in his stature? Well, but that's what I'm saying. The the reason why I disagree is because his dad was a, was an optometrist. And from an early age, his dad would bring him to the hospitals and Dave was uh, immersed in the, in the, in the care, in the, 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 care of others, you know, the and, and he really does As 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 he is all the time, he is big as heart. Doesn't have uh although he's got the DJ thing going all the ah, David on top of the world, blah, blah, blah you know, he He's still got the 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 uh, you know, the, the, the framework that he's built on is all hard. It's all so so yeah, he was he was immersed in this. So so he always wanted to help and you know again the energy the the the, the focus that it takes because when you talk to
0: him there's no focus but there is yeah he you just can't follow him. well i mean the, the thing for anybody to go from, from somebody who had as much money as he had and i know this was during a period where he wasn't doing stuff with van halen so he wasn't as successful but still he was getting tons of royalties i'm sure i would hope so not, not really. I, I, yeah. That's in the book, too. You've got to read that book. Right, yeah. But for, for anybody who has come from that to go into that kind of work, which is, that's really hard work. It's not just the, 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 the challenge of learning how to actually administer medical uh, treatment to somebody. But, but being on work, working in an ambulance and going in, that's, that's dirty, potentially scary, dirty, dangerous yeah. work. And, and yeah, you, and you're dealing with it's mental tough. illness yeah. a lot of the time. So that's amazing mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. It's just amazing.
1: And he, he is another, he is another, he is a, if anybody out there is, 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 is friends with Diamond Dave, pass this information on. I would, I would just kill to have five minutes with that guy. Five minutes. It would end up like, like, uh, the movie Misery. He'd be ended up, being tied to a bed. I would tell me another
2: story. He tried to run away.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was saying game replacement. Yeah. I was thinking, uh, survival, i was trying to think of musicians I, I like who, who are way more savvy than I am at surviving. Steve Earle comes to mind. But I don't know how outdoorsy he is. He just, he it looks just like strikes, it. He, yeah. He strikes me as somebody who probably knows how to use a gun and to light a fire and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. somebody it. I could sit and talk with at a campfire. And yes. To, yeah. and, and, and another huge, yeah. huge mind. Yeah. Um, and that guy's been through some shit. Yeah.
2: Does he got to be a musician? No a Famous person. If I'm going musician, I'm going to go like Willie Nelson or Keith Richards because they just don't. They don't die. die. <laughs> 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 Can they keep you alive?
1: I'll keep them alive. All right. I don't know.
0: All right. I would you think... I, I think also thought of Harrison Ford, too, because he he does... He has saved people's lives because yeah. he, he's a helicopter pilot, too. There was this famous story where he rescued two hikers off the face really? of a mountain. Yeah. How do this- I not know any of this stuff? Yeah. Well, yeah, because grew you, up in a cave. Oh, I'm going oh, Chuck Norris. That's, that's assuming there's helicopters out there. end of the, the world apocalypse. is
2: afraid of Chuck Norris. That's where I'm going. Me and Chuck. Okay. That was more my comedy one, but no, nah, I'm going uh Willie Nelson. I think that would be the funnest day ever. I don't well, know how long we'd make it, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. I can to
1: the fire. Alright, so, so question, for, question for you all. Uh, uh, who's surviving? The yeah, last? so who's going to survive? Is it going to be Turbo and Willie Nelson? Is it <laughs> going to be Chad and, and Steve Earle? Is it going to be me and Dave Lee Roth? Mm. I don't think that Dave Lee Roth could stand me for five minutes. <laughs> It'd be like, 11. hey, hey, tell me the other Hey, hey, what about the time? Hey, hey, you remember? You know, it would be the I don't like, know. Hey, he loves talking about
0: himself. Huh? He loves talking about himself. Well so, why wouldn't he? Yeah. He's, he hadn't even scratched well, the surface. It, it was it five minutes with you wouldn't get a word in edgewise. You know? I, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> give me all the words. Give me all the words.
1: <laughs> give me all the words. Uh you used he used up all your words. That's fine. Yeah. Um uh, another one, another one, and again, this is going to be this is going to be yeah. Mm. This is going to be controversial, but uh, R. Kelly? No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, another one that I would like to uh, hear <laughs> so, me out. So, so yeah, too old. It's not. The, it's not what it looks like. Uh, another one that I that that I think would be tremendous at surviving is David Letterman. And the reason being is because he's kind of outdoorsy. He's got that place in Montana, and he is uh, he fucking. He looks like he would scare off grizzly bears right now. He's got the beard, and he's got the. But that guy. I don't, think, I don't think he's
0: ever coughed. I don't think the guy's ever had a sneeze. He just looks. He's stayed in shape. Yeah. you I mean, really That really became <laughs> evident after he, after he uh, went to uh, CBS. Um, I'm sure I mean, he seemed like he was in fine. I, I just remember noting it when he was around 50. Around the time he was turning 50 or something, he just all of a sudden seemed to, you could kind of tell he's working out. You know, he doesn't like strut it or anything, but anytime he took his jacket off, you're like, Dude, that guy's built. You know, he's, he's taking care of himself. Yeah. Know? So I, I would, would say built. I'd say felt like, right? I think, he, he, I mean, I could be wrong. It looked like he was working with weights, at least back then. Okay. You know? Yeah, I mean, know? I mean, I, I never kind heard of that because like, he's got the big fuck-off beard now. So it's, yeah. know, it's more. he's kind of an old man, you know, outdoorsy mode. Yeah. But back then, he was like, when he, we took his jacket, I was like, yeah. You know? Yeah. It was, it was no wonder the chicks were always, you know, frequently getting flirted with. When, when uh, oh, yeah. the women would come on, so oh, yeah. much cuter in person, stuff like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, I, I, I remember that. I think it might have been Lisa Marie who, who, who uh, RIP, it yeah. might have been, uh, I think it was uh, Lisa Marie Presley on the Letterman show, and she was she was doing that exact same that's right. thing. That's was right. That, Is that right? Yeah. Just, well, when theater. you said that, I was
0: like, wait a minute. That, yeah. It would happen often, though. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Not verbatim what she said, but still.
2: Yeah. I might even grab Obama and be like, all right, man. We got aliens. What's
0: up? Yeah, just yeah.
2: me and you, man. Like, tell me what's up again. I'll, I'll give you that because we're, we're the secret about, bunkers, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you talk. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's go. But you talk yeah. about book, book smart, and yeah, and you know, uh, insightful. Yeah. Also, too, the people that like, 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 uh, like, uh, you yeah, know, and Steve Earle, same thing. These people that have that foresight. These people that have not just uh Stephen Colbert, another one. Another great which we okay, let's stop doing fucking TV hosts. Uh, but Stephen Colbert is one of these people that has read and can recite. And that son of a bitch, if if it, if he walks past it, he knows it and memorizes it and then spits yeah. it out verbatim. You know, he's
0: just yeah. I, I wanna find more. I, I love my favorite thing is he's he's a great interviewer, but it's great to find places or situations where he's talking to somebody where he's not constrained by that by that form of the show. Yes. Because there was there were some moments like he's he's a very extremely philosophical yes uh, very deep guy and very enthusiastic about life in general and when the moment I think about it it was funny that he tried to do this in 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 that this particular uh, uh, scenario or framework but he was it was a uh, comedians getting in cars getting coffee yes that Jerry uh, Jerry not really Jerry Lewis Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld Jerry, Seinfeld Seinfeld. Show. Jerry Seinfeld. you shake Jerry. And, and they they're sitting at a, a diner. Um, Stephen Colbert and Jerry, and I forget. I think they're talking about music, and and Stephen goes off. He's just rhapsodizing about something. You know that moment where you, yeah. you, know, you get this, and and Jerry's like, Stephen, it's, it's too much. It's just too much. And then you can see Stephen go. Yeah, right, you get he gets frustrated. Like, come on, go with me there. Come on. Well, when Stephen he's too philosophical move. for Jerry. <laughs>
1: when Stephen made the move to, uh, well, first when he made the move in, back to Comedy Central to the Colbert Report. I thought to myself, self, uh, this is going to be too deep. This is going to be too vast for the Comedy Central audience. Again, I don't know who the audience were, but I was watching TV back then. And I thought he's going to be too much for the, the philosophy, the backgrounds, the in-depth, the scripture, the just the stuff that he just can throw at you. I'm not a Lord of the Rings. I've never read don't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah. But he is that he is yeah. the master on that stuff. He is, he's, you know, he, he's entrenched. It's ingrained in his DNA. Yeah, it's
0: just scholars. Like scholar so. Yeah.
1: But I thought that that's just going to be too, too much for this comedy central. And he made it work. He made it work. He really was. He was like, a, he was like a Bill O'Reilly with, with, with fun uh, and no sexual allegations. Um, uh, but it so was no fun. Yeah, so no fun. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, that's it. But yeah, so so he did that, and then that was a success. I was wrong, and then I, he moved to CBS, and I was like, that's not gonna. Well, I, I said, yeah, I said to myself, self, this is gonna work because he's gonna have to dumb it down, which he did, and I was correct about that. Again, he does get to go off of those tangents and get to, you know, get to go deep sometimes, but he knows as all. He knows who he's talking to when he's talking to like a uh, Jerry Seinfeld or a, uh, a Harrison Ford or when he's talking, so he can go deep when he's talking to one of these one hit wonders, one of these pop singers, he's able to kind of keep it fluffy and light and mm-hmm. move, you know, move. So that, 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 the different gears that he has. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and, and on that note, do we have a, do we have a favorite? I, I have to go let him in all the time. Do we have a favorite TV Oh, Letterman. Talk show? At, no mm-hmm. contest, yeah. Who's Absolutely. yours? I know you and I are huge Letterman fans, but... I like Letterman. I like Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. yeah. Never heard of her. she good? She's hot. Is she hot? I don't know. Yeah. You know. I don't watch a lot of late night TV. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I have to watch... I do watch the monologues to see who's... It, and I cannot tell you... Uh, uh, I, uh, right now, it, my top three: number three is Colbert, number two is Seth Myers, and number one is Jimmy Kimmel. Only because the content is so it, 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 it's it's kind of where I get my news because I won't watch TV anymore. And, you know, I say I don't watch TV, and I watch the monologues of those guys religiously. Uh, but they are current, and it's it's a uh, uh, J- Jimmy Kimmel does a lot of play on words. And uh, that's that's that's, yeah, one, that's one of my favorite. That's he's one of my favorite things, things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Doug Stanhope yeah. wrote that. Oh, really? Doug Stanhope and Joe Rogan they wrote that. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. So uh, yeah,
0: God, I, I know there's there's a thousand. <clears throat> I, I think of when uh, we're t- talking about your know, longer, more in depth interviews. Um, is it Bob Costas? Is that his name? Bob Costas. Yeah. Costas. Is it Costas or Costas? Costas. Yeah. Sports he game. had yeah yeah for in the for news in the nineties it was like late 80s into early 90s. He had this late night talk show that came on after Letterman. It yes. Like, it was like the best, you know, two hours of TV where you'd, you'd sit through Letterman and then, then you got to watch a whole hour of Bob Costas having a conversation. And then he would, it was so great. There's no theme music or anything. He would just come in and say, hi, I'm Bob Costas. I'm sitting here with Paul McCartney. And Paul, you should get dive straight into the conversation and that would be nothing but conversation for like a whole Sounds like he stole our Snappercast idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was, what I was just that's thinking people. is that, that was, he didn't invent that that yeah. you know, in-depth format, but he did kind of bring it back at that time. Yeah. When he had, even The Tonight Show, uh, Johnny Carson used to be 90 minutes long. I used, to, I used to love that. It used to just go on forever and they shortened it to an hour and then, then that became the new format for those types of shows. Mm-hmm. Back in the 70s, we had Tom Snyder and Charlie Rose was kind of doing it. Um, but that be- became like a Channel 8 thing or a you know, PBS thing. For those of you who don't live in Houston. But yeah, Tom Snyder and Dick Cavett and um, all these people from the seventies yeah. who had much longer conversational uh, talk shows, where it would just be people talking for a long time. They say, "Well, we, we'll be right back with so and so," and you know, a whole half hour, forty minutes, and then another guest on. And that the person, and, uh, both Letterman and well, no, Letterman did away with that. Sometimes he did it. But Johnny Carson always had all the guests stay there throughout the entire show. I remember that. And that's how the Dick Cavett show came back moved. in the day. And the We're Michael Dada Douglas, Couch. Michael Douglas was not the actor Michael Douglas, but the talk show host Michael Douglas. You'd he, have uh, almost like a panel of guests on each show. And they still yeah. do that. Like that's more popular over in the UK and Ireland now, I think, than it is here. Huh. Um, yeah, and all and those
1: names are foreign to me, but the, the, you know, I, I, I and I never watched David Letterman. I can't say never. The early David Letterman show when he was on was it NBC first? NBC, okay. Yeah. Well, I never never saw it on that. Okay, but when I when he when he went to C, uh, CBS, CBS I, I, I watched the I, again the monologue guests and the music acts
0: did not appeal to me much. Yeah. Um, oh, you would have loved the the original era. Yeah. That stuff Cause that the band too. That's when we had um, you know the, all the, the same Shaver Barry, the yeah, yeah. Guinness and, and Paul Schaefer, obviously and. Willie and, uh, um, the drummer, uh, Anton. Yeah. yeah Anton Fake. Uh, those guys, sometimes Anton went there. Sometimes it would be a different yeah. drummer, but it was always Willie. It was always Sid McGinnis. It was always Paul and they were tight as hell. And it was the same kind of format. It was a smaller, you know, smaller yeah. band, um, longer conversations most of yeah. the time. And again, I've always said, I've always said my favorite
1: band of late night TV is a, uh, is a uh, Dave Letterman's. Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, always, always, always. Heads and shoulders above any band that's ever... I will say, I'm not a Jimmy Fallon fan, but The Roots. Yeah. Great fucking band. I love that drummer, yeah, Chris. But uh, yeah. I, I'm just not a, I'm not a. I,
1: I just, I can't watch. But I'm just anyway, oh, yeah. I so uh, funny. I think
2: it's just the smile, like the way he presents it. I think it's
1: the funny. way he laughs at his own jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need that. that be fucking crazy. <laughs> it's funny. Jimmy, as is, as is, is
0: much I don't think Jimmy's very funny, but he's he's a good interviewer. He, yeah. he does have good conversations. So. Well, I'll let you guys alone with that. Before we get too far <laughs> afield.
1: I think that we should kill a song and get to fucking work. I've got that. Uh, we got some rock and roll to do. Yes, we do. I'll go first. What do you think? Please. Yeah. So, to
2: follow up on the last couple weeks, I saw this video. Uh, I was watching old Howard Stern. Uh, that's another talk show. but Yeah. Yeah. I was watching.
1: Uh, and that's the guy. He's
2: that, probably the one I like the most, I think. Maybe Jimmy Howard Stern. He's he's Howard Stern.
1: So, uh, yeah. I, I, I seem I, to watch him more now. Like yeah. Old clips. I was just going to say that, but he's last on the list as yeah. far as people to survive with. Fucking. he's I'm
2: picking him so I can push him yeah, out. No, no. I'm, I'm, hey, man! I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> a shield. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a furry shield. You're the shield, man. You yeah. know your role. All right, man. come on. No, he. Uh, Sorry. I was watching a, <laughs> an interview he did with Alanis Morissette, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. I just killed one of her songs. And then he's he's like, so you toured with Vanilla Ice, and she's like, yes, she used to open for Vanilla Ice when she was a teenager, I believe. And I'm like. I'm killing another one of her songs
0: because like, <laughs> I just did
2: these
1: two back to
0: back. Yeah, so I'm there just you gonna go. pick It's a gift one. that keeps on giving.
2: I'm just gonna pick sorry, one. sorry, Kelly. Yeah, sorry. I'm taking it out. <laughs> I'm just gonna pick her. You ought to know. It doesn't matter which song. I'm killing the last more set. You tour of vanilla Eyes, you get killed twice. So, and I'm Oh well, yeah. So, what's <laughs> the, what was the song you killed? You ought to know. Oh, of course. Yeah. That yeah. was her yeah. first big hit. Yeah. I actually it liked it? the song, but.
1: Was that when she was naked? I'm <laughs> walking around with <laughs>
2: that, but. That's
0: all I that no, know. Is that a video? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just I'm walk, for, just walk around. With oh, no that's course. right. Yeah. What was? Was wasn't was wasn't that one. You yeah. on the show?
1: You are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just remember that. Yeah. I was. I was always. I was like, well, well don't blur it. Now it's under here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So okay. So kill that. What are you gonna? What are you gonna shine a light on? I'm gonna do one of the uh, one of the
2: homework songs. So we're gonna go Children of the Grave. Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. Sub so, so, off.
1: Yep. Yeah. And Ozzy just cancelled all his tours. Really? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> he just released, finally re- released a statement saying, "I'm not going to get back to uh, you know. He had back surgery, and he's uh, he's now not immobile, but he's he's not going to be able to, to tour. So after I think it was uh, my friend Mark Kavna of uh, Catch My Carbon thing. You'll be hearing a lot about them soon. Uh, Mark Kavna and, uh, and he was just saying that his the tickets are now finally being refunded after i think about three or four years of oh, yeah of, of on hold. Like, so yeah, yeah the tickets are being he's probably
0: done done yeah he did say it, that the letter got more dire <laughs> to, as it went on because he said i'm sorry i had to cancel the tour or whatever but then he said i didn't think it would end this way you know my career you know would it's like oh he's he's done done, he's done. And, and i do you remember
1: what i said three or four weeks ago no, no, obviously, no. My, I said we, we gotta put a couple of Black Sabbath songs together because I think Ozzy's oh. next to go. That's yeah. I did say that.
0: Just oh said, oh yeah. Well, Ding! hopefully Fancy's... now maybe he won't. Maybe he'll. I write down all. I write down all the stuff that yeah. I'm right because I'm usually wrong. <laughs> yeah. Maybe now he's he's giving himself a rest. Maybe he'll hang on a little bit. Not to, not to tour. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. He says so, he like he's still saying.
2: You need the shirt. Chill self.
0: On the back, I'm right. I bet you uh, told yeah. Self. Yeah. self, I'm right. I bet you he does some more albums though, because he. Oh he yeah, does, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. He's yeah, still yeah. saying he just can't handle the, the, the pressure of touring road. anymore.
1: So yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. All right, Chad, you're up. You're uh, up. I'm killing <laughs> as, a, as I warned him when I walked in. I'm killing a whole band because I don't remember any of their song titles. <laughs> but Toad, this is the second time we've heard the word Toad <laughs> in this this episode. Toad the Wet Sprocket, who were in one of those '90s bands. And this was back when I would sometimes buy cassettes and albums just on a whim because I like the cover or something. And I, when I I hadn't heard any of their songs, and I just I liked the title. I didn't even, I didn't, I don't even know. I know it's a Monty Python reference, but I can't remember what skit it's from, um, or if it's like from one of their albums or from the actual TV show. But it's a Monty Python thing, right? Yeah. Toad, you know what it's from? I do no, not. I, 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 just, I remember you know it was Monty Python quote, right? I didn't know. I didn't know like that either. either. I hate, I hate the band, I hate the name, but... Well, I, I like, yeah, the, I name. I like I the name. It. I like the name, because I thought it sounded like a band that I would like. It's not like a weird, I don't know, like a Talking Heads thing, or a Frank Zappa thing, or something, I didn't know. So I bought the, the, the cassette, the album cassette, and it's, it was just the most boring, just bland, just no, nothing to get a purchase on, as I remember just hating I remember And I played it for Dwight. I said, I, bought, I can't believe I bought this album. And he listened to it, he was like, oh, this is terrible. But we, we were both getting angry. So we, Dwight went and actually wrote. We we, uh, I think it was his idea. He had he put it on the on the ground behind my car and had me back up over it with my, my Honda like several times until it was like a yeah you know, just shattered in pieces. And he took a picture of it and he wrote this scathing review of it that he sent to the Houston. I, I can't remember who's actually. I think it might have been published. Oh, yeah, that's right. He wrote it. He wrote it as like an angry uh, uh, letter to the editor. For the public news, in <laughs> Houston. and I think they might have actually published. It. Dude, that's next level. So, <laughs> that I is. Cats. I was gonna say that's a. I'm gonna stay in his rights. I don't let him hear
1: black Matter, please.
0: I forgot about the, the smashing the tape cassette with my car. That's wow. a long
1: game, right? Yeah, of killing the song. Just <laughs> ask White if he
0: still has that picture or that article he wrote. He should have sent it
1: to Classic Rock Bob Bob Ruggiero. <laughs> he
0: should have sent it there. I, I think it was actually published. Maybe it was in the Houston Press. Maybe it was in the Houston. let Bob. Anyway, okay, How about that so i'm've I'm, I've debated about this because I haven't actually resurrected a song by Robin Hitchcock before I don't think I think well, no maybe not. I've talked about I it know you've yeah. talked about it yeah yeah. but there's an album of his called "Queen Elvis." great title, which ironically there is he does have a song called "Queen Elvis, but it's not on this album. <laughs> it's just some weird decision he made, but it's a really great album. this was back when he had. The Egyptians, which were his backing band, which was a trio. You had you had Robin on guitar, you had Andy Metcalf on bass, Morris Windsor on drums, and Andy Metcalf is one of those bass players who uh, is not often talked about. I would say underrated. I think he also played with Squeeze for a while, and he often with with Robin anyway. He often would play um, uh, fretless bass, and I'm not a huge fan of fretless bass, but when Andy played it, it just really worked. And there's a song. On that record called "Knife," which is this has this it, it, total riff song. It's this uh, sort of serpentine riff that uh, a guitar riff that Robin's playing. And there's this is a great groove underneath it, but it's 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 a really weird. I always you always hear me talking about weird songs I love, and this is Robin has a lot of those. But this this song is one that I think really uh, is worth listening to. The whole album is, is great. great, um, and it's uh, I. It's one I hadn't really listened to in a long time. I'd kind of forgotten about. But yeah, good stuff.
1: Excellent. I'll
0: have to check that out.
1: <clears throat> so, my kill, have we killed Jesus Jones yet? No, but you should. Yes. Look, is, is, uh, uh, is that right here, right now?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big, right around the same year, I think. Yeah, you
1: know, that's what, that's what, I, that just kind of came yeah. to me. And it was, I'm going to keep my other one for later. But hate that song, hate that band, hate that name. Jesus Jones, fuck out of here! Right next, and then <laughs> to... Uh, that was in, fast. huh? That was quick. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> it's the end of the world, man. You gotta be quick. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Fasten your feet. No slack. Um, I'm also going to say, uh, in uh, uh, as a tip of the hat to uh, to uh, Barry Dunphy, the late, great, wonderful friend uh, Barry. Uh, I'm going to uh, resurrect an Aussie song. Speaking of Aussie. Uh, I want to do a uh, shine a little light on the, 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 the album diary of a madman. I thought was very, uh, obviously a huge Beatles fan and he, uh, not only paid homage to them, but kind of slightly ripped them off. It, uh, who, who didn't, right? I mean, who didn't, you know, you know, you hear about all these f- just monster players that their first time seeing Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show, Changed a lot when they ran out and they started that. So the Beatles were so, um, uh, instrumental in bringing all these bands, all these, they, these massive talents, you know, to the forefront and to, you know, and starting people's careers. Uh, and Ozzy being one of them. I don't know if that was his moment, uh, for, to, to, to check. But anyway, so, so the album, uh, Diary of Man has a lot of, Uh, I was going to pick a song off it, but I think I'm just going to do the whole record. Um, but I remember listening to it with Barry, uh, uh, all of us back then, uh, in Kalani, listening to Dire of the Madman in Dominic Walsh's den or Barry Dunphy's den, listening to it on the, on the, on the the turntable on vinyl and hearing the, the complexity of the, the songs, but also the orchestral stuff mixed in with Randy Rhodes, who, and Randy Rhodes was, you know, a very, very, uh, uh, a a very accomplished classical guitar player. So he added a lot of stuff in there, but then with all the heavy stuff that I like, and Ozzy to me, wasn't my favorite vocalist by a long shot, but that album lends itself so well to heavy rock. I wouldn't say metal. I'd say heavy rock, uh, and very, very uh, classical, uh, catchy. You know, talk about earworms and stuff like that. Very everything singable.
0: Is is Crazy Train on that record, or is that fuck a whole
1: star for I uh, did we kill that song? No. Fuck Crazy Train. God damn it, kill that fucking song. Kill that fucking song. Push it, uh, zombies man. And and, and not just <clears throat> not just because I've heard it. You know, you you heard it all over the radio, but all these stadiums decided to take it on. Oh, I hate that fucking song, um, so bad. Uh, Ooh, God, I hate that song. Um, what's what <laughs> album was that on? How's he really feel? Oh, oh, he's he, he's angry now. Uh, New depends, please. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, no, it, awful, awful shit. But the the the, the, the Diary of Madman Madman. Uh, what else is on there? Mr. Crowley... Mom, uh, uh, I'm Coming
0: Home. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's all later. That's all Zach
1: Wilde. Mom, I'm oh. Coming Home was actually uh, written by Levy. Right. of Monahead. Yeah. So, uh, and Zach Wilde, again, not one of my favorite guitar players, but that song uh, and, and uh, Ozzy and Zach Wilde's early collaborations... Uh, are, 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 are worth checking out. Uh, Zach Wilde is a great tone player. Uh, he's now on tour with Pantera, which I'm against. Would yeah. I go see them? Don't know. But, is,
0: uh. Is anybody, the original members in that band now? Yeah, Phil,
1: the singer. Right. that's it. All right. Yeah. And I think Rex Brown just got mixed from it, the bass player. He's the original member, but I don't think he's—he was with them at the beginning, and he's not with them now. So I don't know what the story is on that. But I wouldn't go see—I don't know if I would go see it. I like Charlie Benanti on drums. Uh, I just—I I just wish that somebody would call Alex Van Halen and get him fucking playing again. Yeah, because that guy is—that uh, guy. That, that guy is too good to be sitting at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I, I, but uh, yeah, let's 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 wrap this thing up. All right? Are we good? Yeah. Okay. So we're we're uh, we're we're working on an Arkansas date for March. We're looking at Longview for March. We have Atlanta nailed down. Thanks to our friends, the Muckers, M U C K E R S. Jeff Shaw, thank you. The Muckers in Atlanta. We're doing a Tuesday show with them. Uh, Wednesday we have a travel day. Wednesday is a travel day. Thursday, Lake Worth, Irish Brigade. Friday, Saturday, Celtic Conch, Key West. Sunday. Uh, Celtic Ray, Punta Gorda, and Paddy's Day. Paddy's Day. Paddy's Day. Chris Steele of Ann's Tap House, College Station, Northgate, Texas. Yes.
0: 2023. Paddy. Oh, ho ho, ho. cannot wait. And before that, uh, next week for you people, uh, February 18th, a great Guinness test in College Station. College Station. Yeah. The warm-up. Paddy's Day. Piss-up. Pre-Paddy's yeah. Day. Piss-up.
1: Yeah. It'll be fun. So are we good? We're yeah, good. Let's go around. That was a long one. I yeah. think we'll have to uh, cut this in two, she said. <laughs> anyway, SlapperCast, thank you for uh, hitting subscribe. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for being you. Thank you for uh, having uh, a couple of extra shots with us today. We're very, very, very happy to have you along and uh, <laughs> check out our schedule for the, for the shows coming up. And yeah, we're ready. We're ready for you. I'm here.
0: Thank you, y'all.
2: fun. That's, okay. That was fun, gents. I was like, we don't have a double base pedal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. That was fun. That's fun.